This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. Hello, hello, hello. His name is Al. I am Jerry. And the uh, the handsome guy in the control room, his name's Eddie. I saw that uh, David Tepper, the uh, owner of the Panthers, yeah. has uh, spoken to Jim Harbaugh. Yes, but it was not an interview. I guess gauge interest, I suppose. I don't know. If you're Jim Harbaugh and you're going to leave Michigan, yeah, would you really go to the Panthers? What are they paying him? Eight oh. million dollars a year? Yes. Yes, he's leaving. No, but I'm saying, like, don't you think he'd have similar price offers from other sure. oh, organizations yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. like the Broncos? I really the Colts. do I really do believe it comes down to money first, for sure. And then second, where is the best opportunity to win? But I think the money's first. Really? I mean, I hate to say that, but I yes, I do think the money's first. And then so you look at the available jobs, and I think you would look at what's the most complete team. Um, You know, to me, I think the Jets would be a very attractive job. I don't think the Jets are going to walk away from Rob Sala at this point. I I find it hard to believe. Now, would I be stunned? No, but I don't think that would be the case right now. The Colts, I suppose, an opportunity. Who's your quarterback? You know, I think that's what you're looking at. Now, you can say the same thing about Carolina. Who's the quarterback? Now, what are they? I mean, they got rid of Christian McCaffrey, um, who was their best player, and they played better when he was gone, which is hilarious. Um, and I, I'm not even so sure they're not leaving, uh, moving away from Steve Wilkes. But I think, yes, I think you're right. You have to look at everything. Money first, and then the situation second. And even the Denver thing, <clears throat> you say, who's the quarterback? Well, you have the quarterback, but he But do you believe in stinks. him? He has stunk this year. Yeah. yeah, so that's a weird, you're right. Of those three. You know what's interesting about that situation is – all season long, we have discussed this notion that the team, like teammates hate Russell Wilson, that he's not well-liked. You, you got guys last week coming out, I mean, and not prompted to do this, like on their own. Bas- I forget which wide receiver it was. that basically Jerry came Judy? Out. Is that who it was? I think it was. Basically came, look at you, dropping That's knowledge. Right, Jerry. Al Dukes, NFL insider. insider. Um, like he unprompted came out. In support of Russell Wilson, and when the reporter was like, "What? Like, what made you do this?" and he was, "I'm tired of the BS from you guys. Like, no one's in this locker room, and yet you're all writing like you're in the locker room." And this comes back to partly the conversation we just had. Yeah. Like, we've all got these opinions based on what? Like, you're a writer. I guess you're talking to some people, but you're not talking to everybody. So you put an article out that says the locker room hates him when maybe you found the one guy that doesn't like him, but thirty of the fifty do. I don't know. So it's that's an interesting situation. I don't know if Russell Wilson is any good anymore. I have no idea. I mean, what I've seen is not good, but who knows? We can't trust any of our news sources, Jerry, even in sports. I I don't right? dis- I don't disagree with it. I've said for how many years sources. So who's your source? I know right. you know you don't have to give them up. You can tell me some guys haven't lied through the years. Oh, for and sure. Just put it with a source telling me. That's all I would do. I just be like I got come up with something crazy. Like sources tell me that Jim Harbaugh. Interested in the Jets job. 
then I'd go run to Rob Sala. Do you have any comments about Jim Harbaugh <laughs> being interested in the Jets job? That's right. You're right. I think there are, and this comes with experience and time, I think there are very well-respected writers that if they say it's coming from a source, I buy it. I do, but like Rich Samini, I don't think is putting BS out there. I just don't. Not that I got to know him well, but I got to know him a little bit for those two years I was around him with the Jets. I don't think he makes stuff up. And that's, he gets to a level, Mark Canizero, I don't think makes stuff up. The younger guys, though, I don't really trust any of them. I I don't know. Because they don't have a track record Like the younger ones that put out a lot of shock stories. Yeah. Or, you know, where they claim to have these sources. Okay, I guess. And it makes headlines and it gets clicks. And that's that's the sad reality of it is it's about the clicks and then and then the, the the commercial content and how much money and revenue are you driving to it's oh, it's awful. Who are your national NFL guys that you trust when you see they tweet something? That's a really good question. Um Ian Rappaport. I yeah, feel like I trust him. I would say that he yeah. Partly because I feel like he's piped into the league. So I, I would feel like he would get good information. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I also. I just try to think like who I follow that I like. I also trust Adam Schefter, even though he's done a couple of weird things over the years. Yes, but I do believe in those cases he was given bad information. <laughs> like, I don't think Adam Schefter is just throwing stuff against the right. wall. I do believe partly because of his track record and how and he's he's had misses and they're all going to have misses. I get it. But I don't think he makes stuff up. I do believe he's getting information from people. Now, the information can be wrong, but I do think that he's getting it from somewhere. People used to think that of Manish Mehta, right? That he was yeah. stirring up trouble yes. and didn't really have stories, that he was creating stories. Like, where is he? I don't know. I was just, I, that's why I just thought of him. Like, he's disappeared. Yeah, disappeared. And you wonder why. You know who was a good insider that I like back and unfortunately passed away? John Clayton. I used to, I kind of felt like he had. I knew he was piped in in Seattle, and I felt like he kind of knew people, too. Um, he'd be one. Yeah. I like Garofolo, although he's more of a TV guy now, not as much of a reporter. But I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the list. Yeah. I'm not sure. Good question, though. But I, I don't think there's a lot of, like, NFL guys that are making stuff up. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking more of the articles that are just, you know, sources say this, and then stuff never happens. And yeah. you, you look back at it like, are we just sheep when we just said, well, look at this. And we, and we run with it. Well, the blank and blank reporting. Well, why are we putting it out there then? <laughs> All we're doing is helping them. Right. It's not factual. It isn't factual, Jerry. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I also see Aaron Rodgers back in the in the news. Was he on with McAfee again? Uh, not sure. No, actually, uh, I didn't see anything with McAfee. But this was just him talking about. Uh, I guess this happened some point after the game. The power of manifestation. Yeah, I know this guy's an idiot. <laughs> Honestly, like which the is, other guys didn't believe in what they were doing. Which is how the uh, wait, Packers wait, wait. are surging late in the season. No, they're Jerry. surging because they got better and healthier, and the younger guys are making catches. That's why they're surging. He used the power of the secret. (laughs) 
I actually read that book, The Secret. What is that? I didn't I don't even know. It's the power of manifestation, Jerry, that you have that you Good. think of what you want and think about it again, over and over again. You know how many people want to be the president of the United States? You're not going to think yourself into that. Yeah. Because it's only once every four years. And if there are millions of people that want to do it, they can't think their way into it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll live for the next 8 million years. You can't think your way into playing for I the I want to Dallas. be the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> play-by-play announcer in the worst way. Think it. I can sit, I've been thinking about it for a decade. Manifest it's never it. happened. It's probably never going to happen. How often are you thinking about it? All though? the time. All that you know, when I started thinking about for real, yeah, was when I got the when Compass Media Network sent me to New England to do Patriots Bills, and I'm like, you know, this was awesome. Like, th- this would be really cool to get to do a Cowboy game, and I thought the chance would be there to fill in once in a while. Oh, so you did that before you ever did a Cowboy game? Yeah, yes. Okay, they gave me that game first uh, for whatever reason. Someone called out, and it was kind of spur of the moment. Um, and so I went and did that game, which was great. I had a good time. Like, you know, I would love to do this. And then I knew, I didn't know. At that point, I know Michelle said, well, something comes up, we'll certainly use you if Kevin can't do a game here and there. And that happened, which is great. And at that point, I'm like, I would love to do this every week. Like, it's my team. Like, I go to AT&T Stadium. I think my son thinks I'm like a loony bin. I should be in a loony bin because I walk, I'm like a smile ear to ear walking around. The tailgate's awesome. The stadium's great. Like, I need to be here every week. But I can think about it all I want, and I can hope for But there's no greater power telling me that's going to send me there. It's just not happening. You have to manifest it, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Manifest this. Think about it. Please, come on. In the book, The Secret, that I, was, that I read because of this, I was like, maybe I need to start manifesting some stuff. This was years ago. The example they gave in the book was some, some a woman wanted a bike. Mm-hmm. And Go she, buy one. It's not that hard. And she claims, after thinking about a bike, getting a bike, really wanting a bike, that uh, one just showed up on her porch. Sure. I believe that. Okay. I mean, that one threw me off. I was like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know about this. Yeah. You know what happened? She probably told a relative, and for her birthday, they bought her a bike. It surprised her. Like, she's been trying to manifest this bike. Let's just get her one. Let's just get her one and put it on the porch. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers is manifesting his way into the playoffs, Jerry. That's what I think. I've, I want them to lose no, so badly on they are, Sunday. <laughs> they are 100% now beating Detroit. Well, but you're a Lions fan. I am. Right. Like, I would love, forget all that crap, for Dan Campbell and his team to start the season the way they did and the biting kneecaps and all that nonsense that he has spewed and for Mrs. Ford to basically stand by him at, what were they, one in seven, one in six, something like that. And for him to keep saying, we're, I'm telling you we're close, and they lost heartbreaking games. And for them to turn it around the way they have in terms of wins and losses and to be 8-8 eight and eight with it now, we need Seattle to lose, which is not going to happen. I know. They're playing the Rams. That's not going to happen. But I would love the Lions to make the playoffs. Me too. You don't think that, you don't think for real, that Dan Campbell isn't manifesting his face off, hoping that the Rams win and that they're going to go beat the Packers? But he may not know how to do it properly. Come on. Like Aaron Rodgers did the ayahuasca thing. There are spiritual guys on every team. You know this. You covered the Bucs. You almost got thrown into a locker room with your underwear over your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) So you know how how these locker rooms go. There's a spiritual being on every team. Someone somewhere is praying every day that they make the playoffs. So you're thinking if there's a spiritual guy on the Lions who's manifesting this win... Mm-hmm. And against Aaron Rodgers, who's also manifesting a win, right? 
they both can't manifest Correct. the same way. Exactly. There That's you the have it. Part. Now you got it. So that would become. You know what's going to decide this? <laughs> what? Who plays better? Oh my God! Or who manifests better? Such nonsense. So I would put my. So let me ask you this. Yeah. When Aaron Rodgers doesn't get to the Super Bowl this year and doesn't win the Super Bowl, he wasn't manifesting to be a champion again. He wasn't manifesting to win all those games at Lambeau Field in the playoffs that he has lost in his career. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. It only works when things are going well and it lines up properly. Otherwise, in your rear end, all this <laughs> stuff. In oh, my rear end. God, that's so stupid. That it really painful. is. I mean, God, never mind. He say, seems like a manifesting type guy, though, Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. He's probably better at it than anyone on the line. Okay, what happened last year? He wasn't good at it. That's why he went and took ayahuasca in the offseason. Okay. To get better oh, at His hair is terrible. <laughs> God, keep the helmet on or wear a hat. You don't care for the... No, he looks like he belongs in 1957. Yeah, I don't like the beard on him either. I like a... I do like the... Remember when he had just the mustache? <laughs> I, I don't. Off the top of my head. <laughs> that was a good look for him. Like, he's a good-looking dude with a hat on. Yeah. He's like Derek Jeter. Oh, yeah, with the hat. And Tiger Woods. Keep the hat on. Good-looking guy. Take the hat off. A little weird. Yeah, we saw him at that. You know, we did... I, I had an interaction with him at uh, one Who's of Who's this, Tiger Woods? No, this was uh, Aaron Rodgers at a golf thing. Remember we were, did the show from... Uh, Hootie? No, the one, it was the one uh, in Connecticut. Oh, the Travelers. The Travelers. Yes, when he wouldn't come on. When he wouldn't come on, yes, yeah. Yes, I remember that. But I kept running into him, asking him... Was that the Travelers or when we went to Mohegan's Sun? Mohegan's Sun. That's right. The NFL event. Yeah. And I kept running into him, but he was surrounded by... His, his people. His friends. Yes. Who kept trying to talk him out of they it. They were manifesting to get you away from him. <laughs> he looked, when I tried talking to him, he looked so zoned out. Like, what, man? Huh? Yeah. He he's, like, I think he's very carefree. Yeah, he was very carefree. carefree and zen. You know, what is there to be stressed about? Honestly, you're worth, a, you're making $50 million a year. You're one of the greatest players ever to play. Like, Yeah, I would be nothing, non-stressed out. Aside from personal stuff, professionally, there's nothing to be stressed out about. How often do you think that you got to do a Cowboy game in the Cowboy Stadium? How many times? No, no, I know you've done it a few times. Yeah. How often do you, when when you're counting your blessings, Jerry, do you go, that was pretty cool? All the time. All the time, right? All the time. I don't take that it for granted. Cool I thank her every time that that game is over and prior to and during. That's probably the coolest thing you've done. It is. It's. It, I told you, it's completed my career path yeah. or career arc or whatever. Yeah. I've got nothing left <laughs> that I've wanted to accomplish. Other than, being, nothing to other than being the main voice of the cast, yes. like, there's nothing else that I set out to do. I've done everything. It's over for me. <laughs> Five thirty-eight. We got to take a break. We're late. We'll come back. I don't know. Again, we get more stuff. And then Boomer and Geo on a football or sports Wednesday on the fan.